Welcome to Tony and Gator vs. Evil. If you're joining us this week, uh, you might have noticed that the past, what, it's been like, what, two weeks? Two weeks. Tony? It's been two weeks. So the past two weeks, we haven't had any episodes. Uh, that is because the, the first week was, uh, I think I was out of town. And then the second week, uh, we recorded and the recording software fucked up on us again. So we're now trying to record with Streamlabs. So tell us how that's going so far there, Tony. Uh, everything looks good. The sound levels are good. The recording is working all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that works. So, uh, the last, uh, the last series that we went over, we discussed the, uh, rise of the Church of Satan and, uh, and our, our, our new best friend, uh, Anton LaVey, mm-hmm. uh, who is literally the coolest dude on the planet. Yep. Um, and, uh, well, we decided to flip the coin over this week and we decided to go into angels. Uh, I know that kind of sounds a little <laughs> bit lame, but what the way you're thinking of is angel, the, the, the TV representation of angels which actually only fall into one category underneath the hierarchy of angels. Uh, there is quite a lot of angels. In this and a lot of them are hierarchy. horrifying. Yeah. I would say probably the majority of them are absolute fucking nightmare fuel. Like, imagine if H.P. Lovecraft and, let's say, Guillermo del Toro decided to take acid and draw what they saw. That's what these fucking things come out looking like like they're horrible uh if you saw one of these things come down to speak with you you would immediately run freaking the fuck out they are not friendly looking they are not easy on the eyes or the heart no no they're not so i've got a couple uh sources here um the one that i'm primarily going to be drawing on is this article from history of yesterday at medium.com uh, that says how angels really looked like according to the Bible. Heaven might be more bizarre than blissful. Um, so we'll go ahead and we'll delve into this. Uh, when people think of angels, they mostly picture a majestic human-like winged beings. Cherubs, which are a type of angel, also mentioned in the Bible, have been reimagined to fit the image of Cupid. Cute babies with tiny wings. However, these conceptualizations aren't entirely accurate. Angels, according to the holy text, are a bit more bizarre. According to the Bible, there are two different types of angels which surround God. Oh, God, how do you pronounce this? Maimonides? Maimonides. A Jewish scholar from the 12th century ranked these beings in terms of importance in the hierarchy of heaven. What arises is a description of four beings from that hierarchy that have been explained in detail in Scripture and the historical circumstances around their conceptualizations. So we go on to start with the uh, cherubim. Uh, ch- cherubim. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm not Something. pronouncing anything right today. <laughs> it's it's one of those. Just pick it. The ch- cherub things. Uh, the cherubim, later shortened to cherubs, is the lowest in rank among the four. The Bible describes these beings as animal-human hybrids, tasked with okay, guarding the Garden of Eden against humankind. So, shit, they, we got kicked out and we got permabanned. Man, they're like the bouncers to the club, and we uh, 
We fucked up. We fucked mm-hmm. up big time. Yes, we did. No. Uh, yeah, we're not allowed back in. They took our wristbands. We uh, we mm-hmm. broke a few too many bottles over a few too many people's heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there was, there was only so many waitresses' asses that we could grab before they, you know, management finally said, uh-uh, they're out. Last call. Cut them off. Yeah. <laughs> we don't In goofed. the book of Ezekiel... In the book of Ezekiel, the prophet's vision depicts them as having four faces, that of a lion, an ox, an eagle, and a human. They have straight legs, four wings, and bull hooves for feet that gleam like polished brass. One set of wings covers their body, and the other is used for flight. So, uh, he doesn't go into in-depth into what the Bible says, because he's talking about Ezekiel 1 in the Bible. I actually have that pulled up in another tab. We're going to deep dive into what the Bible actually says about these horrifying monstrosities from heaven. <laughs> yeah, they so are let's pretty continue creepy. On. Yeah. Uh, this description is far from how we imagine the cherub now, while scholars credit its modern-day image to Greek and Roman deities like Cupid. They attribute the detail in the Bible to cultural exchanges with ancient Babylonia, Syria, and Egypt. The cherub's function of guarding sacred places and their mixed appearance is similar to that of the Babylonian Lamassu, Egyptian Sphinx, and the Hittite Griffin. So, the, imagine this fucking thing coming down. Like, alright, you, you stumble upon the Garden of Eden. Uh, uh, Fuck, Even. I did it again! <laughs> I am, I'm way too sober for this right now. The Garden of Eden, you stumble upon the Garden of Eden, and this fucking thing comes down, like, wrapped in wings, floating with other wings and shit, and it's got, uh, it, it's not heads, it's faces. So it's one head with multiple faces on it, and one's a lion, one's an ox, one's an eagle, and then one's a human. And this thing comes down with its weird bull hooves and shit and starts just fucking talking to you in, like, that creepy, like, soft, echoey voice. No, fuck that. Fuck that. Yeah, no thanks. Give me the chubby demons. Yeah, I'll take the chubby demons. So, we go on to what most people kind of know as the... Uh, as well, what most people think of when they think of angels is obviously like a human with wings, right? Uh, this is actually a branch of <clears throat> the hierarchy called the Malachim. Uh, the Malachim, they're actually the lowest, or well, not second to lowest. Uh, Cher- Cherubim are actually the lowest on the list. Uh, Malachim are like second to lowest. <clears throat> so he goes on to he goes on to write. The term angel comes from the Greek word angelos, which originated from the Hebrew word for messenger, malach. Malach. Sounds like some some Dungeons and Dragons shit. Uh, uh, Yes, I would uh, like to fire my my ray of malach at the uh, uh, lich for uh, 13 damage. (laughs) Let me get a little sip of whiskey here real quick. Okay, so the Malachim are messengers of God and are the closest looking to us humans. They are, th- oh, I'm sorry, 
they are third in rank among the four. So, no, actually, yeah, they're they're because uh, if, if it's four and they're third in rank, that means they're second lowest. So I was still right. Okay. In the Old Testament, they acted on God's behalf, as did the angel of death in the Passover story, or Michael, the archangel who protects heaven. In the New Testament, they often acted as messengers, like Gabriel, who told uh, who told Mary of her immaculate conception. Uh, he actually spelled Mary as an M-A-R-R-Y, like Merry Christmas. Uh, no, wait, that's not even right. Yeah, M-A-R-R-Y. Why he's in letters, dude? Ugh. Too much, too much weird names. The no, like the Garden of Even. <laughs> just gonna fucking start doing it on purpose now, just to see how many fucking people just like start their eyes start twitching. These named angels are often the ones people think of when asked to imagine one. However, while the Malachim looked like human beings, there was no mention of them having wings in the Bible. The earliest known Christian image of an angel from the mid-3rd century was without wings. It wasn't until the late 4th century that artists reimagined angels with the possession of wings. According to some researchers, this was done to represent their sublime nature, despite artists knowing that scripture did not describe them as having wings. So... These angels having wings is sort of like fan fiction uh, for the Bible. Like they don't actually these these angels don't actually have wings, but they're drawn with wings because we thought it looked cool. That's about where that went. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh, so we've got uh, Seraphim next, and. Uh, too many angels. Why they gotta have such dumb names? Ow. This is a... Whew. According to the prophet Isaiah... Yeah. According to the prophet Isaiah, the seraphim is an angelic being that surrounds the throne of God, singing, Holy, 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 in unison to God's approach, which is totally not obnoxious at all. The prophet describes them as having six wings two of which are for flying, while they use the rest to cover their heads and feet. Seraphim are second highest in rank, according to Maimonides' angelic hierarchy. I, I'm not getting that guy's name right. It's just not going to happen. Uh, one may trace the historical influence for the Seraphim from its name. Seraphim derives from the Hebrew word seraph, which means to burn in English, Digging deeper, the Hebrew word seraph means venomous desert snake. In ancient Egypt, people referred to the cobra as the flaming one. Its icon was called Uraeus, and it usually is adorned the pharaoh's headpiece. So that's kind of well, that's that's I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't pay attention a lot to the board to the Bible. No. Several historians speculate that the authors of the Old Testament derived seraphim wings and flames from the Egyptian imagery and associations with the cobra. Hmm. Oh god, these things are these things are awful. Um the Ophanim. 
These uh these ones kinda hurt. Uh the Ophanime or the Wheels is arguably the most bizarre being in the Bible. Ezekiel's account in the Bible describes them as beings made out of interlocking gold wheels with each wheel's exterior covered with multiple eyes. They moved by floating themselves in the sky Mm -hmm. as the highest in Maimonides' hierarchy. They are tasked with guarding God's throne. So these horrifying things are uh, who stands watch over the throne. Uh, if you need an image of these things, imagine just like a like a like a like a almost like a a tire, but made out of skin with eyes covered in eyes, and there's like each one has like two wings, just little little wings. These things are fucking horrifying, like. They're 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 awful. There's no redeemable quality to these things. They're they're terrible. Uh, there is no exact historical origin for the Ophanim. Joseph F. Bulmrich, a former NASA employee, theorized that Ezekiel's vision of the wheels and other angels might have been UFO sightings. However, critics label him as a conspiracy theorist. Wah, wah. <laughs> Aren't we all a little bit though? Can you imagine that he's kind of like, hey, uh, maybe like uh, all these people in the Bronze Ages and 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 all these the, the Dark Ages and shit, maybe they uh, saw the saw these things, these extraterrestrials coming down and, and mistook them for angels, and they're like, what a what a nutcase! Obviously, they're flying circle circles made out of skin with eyes. Joseph, you dumbass. Jesus. Nevertheless, other authors claim that an ingested psychedelic substance caused the prophet's vision. Oh, okay. So Ezekiel is just on the uh, up there getting high and seeing all these weird ass aliens. I mean, up there with uh, with H.P. Uh, Lovecraft and uh, Guillermo del Toro, and they're just all doing acid up on that hill. Scholars have also proposed that the image was merely a metaphor for God's mystery. I, um, <laughs> sure. Looking sure. at the pe- Google, Google these things. Google these things. Look at them, and ask yourself, what the fuck is the metaphor? Like, what? These things look like, like, like linking rings. They're like linked together, and they're made out of skin with eyes all over them, and they're like. Ah, the wonder of God's mystery. No, no, that's that, not wonderful. That that is that is something from fucking hell. That is terrifying looking. Like, so he goes on to his final thoughts and basically wraps it up uh, along with, "Well, aren't these just nutty, bizarre beings?" And you know, goes into that with well, that shit. So let's go ahead and. Uh, Hop out of that. So I wanted to go into the actual. We were talking about the hierarchy and a lot in there. So I'm going to go over uh, the uh, main article. Article here is from the Christian Angelology, which is a hard one to say too. Angelology. Um. And so now the Orthodox 
church has about nine orders of hell, uh, of, of angels. So we're going to go through these. Uh, the most It says the most influential Christian angelic hierarchy was that put forward by the pseudo-Dionysus, the Aeropagite, in the 5th or 6th century in his book On a Celestial Hierarchy. I had to go with the English translation. There was no way I was going to be able to pronounce that. I, uh, I'm just now getting a little tipsy on whiskey, and there was no way that was going to process through my brain. Dionysus described nine levels of spiritual beings, which he grouped into three orders. So we've got the highest order. All right, these are the these are the top notch angels. Like these are the the big shots and shit, right? So you've got your your you got your seraphim with uh you know they're they're creepy selves. They're like weird snake body self things going on. You got your uh, cherubim with their multiple faces and shit. And you have something called thrones? Let me see here. Uh, this, this is something they didn't cover in the article. Uh, in Christian angelology, thrones are a class of angels. This is based on an interpretation of Colossians 1.16. Once again, I'm probably going to mispronounce a lot of stuff in here, so... Uh, if you're just like grinding your teeth, listening to me like, it's Colossians, you asshole. I'm like, uh, well, you know what? <laughs> you, you read it. Then. We're dumb. You do it. Yeah, we're dumb. You do it. Uh, let's see. So according to Colossus, whatever, 116, according to what? 1 Peter 33, 21, 22. Oh my God. Christ had gone to heaven and the angels and authorities and powers had been made subject to him. So this guy just kind of walks in and goes, I'm the boss now. Uh, but what are these we things? We all like, know one really... of those people. Oh, God. Hi, guys. We just hired this new person and they're going to be in charge of you. They haven't worked here. They don't know the, know the standards and procedures and how we do things, but you're going to have to take orders from them now. According to Matthew Bunsen, the corresponding order of angels in Judaism is called the Abelim, or this is a tough one. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna make an attempt. Do it. Uh, you got this. Arlim, Arlimel, Arlimel, Ar Ar Arlimel, Arlim. Best I got. It's my best shot there. <laughs> but uh, good enough. This opinion is good enough. Good enough. That's a GED effort right there. Mm -hmm. But this opinion is far from unraveled. The Hebrew word "erlem" is usually Earl. not translated "throne," <laughs> but rather the <coughs> "erlem." The he it's the Hebrew word of "erlem," <laughs> but rather valiant ones, heroes. Warriors. Erlem. Just see all these like these like majestic knights and like like Jewish knights in shining armor coming back from the fucking war and shit. Just Erlem. We're here to recognize these Erlems. Jesus. In those times, you couldn't even step in front of a train or something. No, <laughs> you'd have to step in front of a horse and and I say, it sounds it sounds almost like you're like you just had a stroke and you're trying to like 
you're trying to like say like a name or something. Oh, oh, You're saying Earl. <coughs> What's that? I can't hear you. Is your COVID vaccine still kicking in? <laughs> Dude, that is God. That ain't right, guys. Uh, uh, well, that's what we do here. Thrones are sometimes equated with Ophanim. Oh, good. Those horrifying things. Since the throne of God is usually depicted as being moved by wheels, as in the vision of Daniel 7-9 Old Testament. This real quick, because I did not think that... I did not think that the throne had wheels... Uh, Are they flesh I'm not wheels? Sure, how that? I I mean, at this stage, I would not be surprised. Uh, we need that on a t-shirt. Flesh wheels. My throne has flesh wheels. Does flesh yours? Wheels. My throne. Yeah, that is a good t-shirt. I, I would buy that t-shirt. My throne has flesh wheels. <laughs> the thrones are uh, also known as Ophanim and Galgalin are creatures that function as the actual chariots of God driven by the cherubs. They are characterized by peace and submission. God rests upon them. Thrones are depicted as great wheels containing many eyes and reside in the area of the cosmos where material form begins to take shape. They chant glorious to God and remain forever in his presence. They met out divine justice and maintain the cosmic harmony of all <laughs> universal laws. Jeez. So that's uh, so that's kind of what those are. They're the circle things. So then we got the middle order, right? We got the middle order in here. These are kind of like middle management angels. Uh, we've got these things called managers. dominions. Yeah, yeah, they're like the assistants to the regional manager angels. So. <laughs> We got the the we've got the dominions, uh, and let's see. Dominions are presented as the hierarchy of celestial beings' lordships. In some English translations of, get me the fucking English on celestial hierarchy, um, the dominions regulate the duties of lower angels. Holy shit, they are middle management. Uh, <laughs> the fucking Bill Lumbergs of heaven just yeah about that time off you put in Gabriel yeah I'm gonna need you to go ahead and cancel that yeah, yeah. okay good talk bye That's if there's ever if there's ever a group of angels that needs to be kicked in the balls harder it's the Dominions <laughs> these jackasses. Ah, it's only with extreme rarity that the angelic lords make themselves physically known to humans. Well, that's usually like when you kind of bend over to pick up some soap and they just slip a finger up in there, you know, real quick, just oh. a little quick. And then they pop off. Yep. That ain't cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, it's either that or it's the fucking circles. Which one you want? I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Mm -hmm. You don't know what kind of freaky shit those circles are into. 
Nothing I'm into, I can the, assure you of that. The divinely beautiful humans with a pair of feathered wings, much like the common representation of angels, but they may be distinguished from other groups by wielding orbs of light fastened to the heads of their scepters or on the pommel of their swords. So they're like, they're like Dungeons and Dragons nerds that LARP, and they they work as like uh, they work as like an assistant manager at fucking Seven Eleven, and 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 bitch at like the high school kids. <laughs> Their bathroom's not clean enough, Steven. Yeah. God. But I'm writing you up. <laughs> So far, the uh, middle order kind of sucks, but let's move on to the next one. The virtues or strongholds. These angels are those through which signs and miracles are made in the world. Oh, God. This is the P. Okay, so this is the marketing wing of heaven. These are the guys that kind of go, like, they're, like, sitting around the, 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 the desk, and they're like, maybe... Maybe we do another Jesus in in, in, in some toast? They're like, fuck <laughs> it, Jesus and toast. Fuck, that's good. Whatever. Just just get it like and they like they like throw the fucking dart at the board, like, where's it gonna pop up? Fuck, it's Mexico again. Alright, well alright. <laughs> this little old lady just kinda like pops her toaster out and like, oh Jesus the Christ oh <laughs> These are the kind of guys, these are the kind of angels that, like, if they had the chance, they would come down here and fucking treat us like cats with a laser pointer. Like, look at these stupid fucks. Look at them. Look, I, I just put, a, I, I just put, well, they, they think I put a, a representation of the Virgin Mary on some toast. I put a, I really put it, put, I put a vagina on there. <laughs> they're worshipping it. Look at them, they're worshipping it. Look, they sold it on eBay. Holy shit. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a chain smoking branch of of, of, hain, uh, of heaven, that's definitely these guys. They're just going like, I, I I don't give a shit. Let's just do another an, another fucking just do toast more. I don't care. Toast uh, porn. Well. So well, hear me out. Hear me out. What if we do the burning bush again? Fuck you, Jason. Fuck you. We're doing toast. All right. It's cheap. It's easy. And it fucking gets people all hyped up. We're doing toast again, Jason. Fuck off. Yeah. Maybe leave a handprint on the door of a church or something. Just an ass print on the window. <laughs> that can't be scrubbed off no matter how hard you try. The holy ass print. Look. If you if you look close enough, you can count the rings of the angel sphincter. <laughs> For each ring in his sphincter, I shall say a hail mary. <laughs> Go on, Timothy. Do your sphincter prayer today. Remember to put your nose right in the middle. Oh, no. 
as if getting molested by the by the priest wasn't bad enough. Yeah, you just gotta <laughs> sniff an angel's ass print. Jesus. <sighs> now for the last and probably least of the Middle Order, we've got the powers or authorities. The powers or authorities are angels whose primary duty is to supervise the movements of the heavenly bodies to ensure that the cosmos remains in order. Being warrior angels, they also oppose evil spirits, especially those that make use of the matter in the universe and often cast evil spirits to places of detention. So, Are these like the cops? cops. Yeah. These are the cops. They're the ones that arrested those other angels for pushing their ass up against the church window. <laughs> These angels are usually represented as soldiers wearing full armor and a helmet and also having defensive and offensive weapons such as shields, spears, or chains. <laughs> oh! Ah, yes. I've always wanted to use my the, combat chain. The combat chain, right? <laughs> That's it, you know, if something ever kicks off, I'm just going to bust down my own door, <laughs> swinging a chain above my head. Let's dance! <laughs> you gotta be like, you gotta be like in the, in the Mad Max, like, thong with, like, the, the suspenders armor and, like, uh -uh. The, the, the helmet and shit, just like, <laughs> peace! No peace! <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just going to wear the Borat-type thong and... There you go. Maybe be all greased up so they can't they can't catch you easy. Yeah, kind of like the lubed up deaf guy. You gotta kick the door open and be like, "Life has many surprises, fat boy." <laughs> Just swing the chain, break someone's neck. <laughs> oh God, I wonder if these uh, I wonder if these uh, these, these angels get uh, get caught uh, 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 <laughs> get caught beating up uh, black spirits a little bit more than. <laughs> They like to stop and frisk certain spirits. Oh. <laughs> yeah, just poor, poor Rodney King. He finally passes away just to go go to heaven and gets gets has to deal with these fuckers now. Yeah. <laughs> just they're just constantly frisking him for all of eternity. He's like, God damn it! I don't. I'm wearing a robe. Yeah. It's just over there, the, what, one fucking uh, angel's just over there with the fucking aviators on, like, getting a little antsy there, boy. <laughs> yeah, just like, just like blinks. Alright, we got probable cause. Pull him out the car. We got probable cause. <laughs> mm. You get in there, just like chucks it next to him, and they just start kicking the shit out. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, you just dropped that, that... He's getting aggressive. Take him down. So let's move on to the lowest order. Yay. So these are... This is the lowest order of, of angels. Uh, these are angels who function as heavenly guides, protectors, and messengers to human beings. So it's kind of like the post office... Mm -hmm. So the first, the first tier you've got in the um, in the bottom row here is the principalities. Uh, 
They are angels that guide and protect nations or groups of people and institutions such as the church. Uh, apparently they dropped the ball pretty fucking heavily, uh, in the 1940s when they could have tipped the Jewish people off that, hey, <sighs> you might not want to be here right now. <laughs> Me, hey, you know what? You know what sounds great for about the next five to six years? England. Let's move to England. Let's go. Come on. Now, come on, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the principalities preside over the bands of angels and charge them with fulfilling the divine mystery. There are some who administer and some who assist. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, God. So what they're saying, Tony, is that some are pitchers and some are catchers. Oh. The principalities are shown wearing a crown and carrying a set. A lot of scepters. A lot of scepters. Uh, wonder what they're using their duty also for. is said to be. Do what? So I wonder what they're using their scepters for. Uh, you know damn well what they're using them for. <laughs> <laughs> Their duty also is said to be to carry out the orders given to them by the upper sphere angels and bequeath blessings to the material world. So basically the way the hierarchy of heaven works right, is that the uh, the virtues or the strongholds, right, they come down to the principalities and they're like, hey, um, put, a dick, put a dick on some toast and sit it down to, sit it down to Mexico real quick for me. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a miracle. Go go ahead, do it, do it, do it. And these are the guys that have to go down and 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 draw a dick on toasts. Ah, <sighs> see here, they are the educators and guardians of the realm of Earth, like beings related to the world of the germinal ideas. They are said to inspire living things to many things, such as art. Or science. Paul used the term rule and authority in Ephesians 121 and rulers and authorities in Ephesians 310. Alright? So next up on the low tier list, strangely enough, archangels. I would have thought they would have been a little bit higher up on the book, but. Yeah, I think right. everyone did. Yeah, they're actually. Pretty bottom barrel. Uh, so the word archangel comes from the Greek arch, archange, archangelos, meaning chief angel. A translation of the Hebrew riv malach. Sounds like Klingon. It derives from the Greek archan, meaning to be the first in rank or power. Well, obviously not. They're really not. And, uh, and, Angelos, which means messenger or envoy. The word is only used twice in the New Testament, in 1 the Thessalonians 4.16 and in Jude 1.9. Only Michael and Gabriel are mentioned by name in the New Testament. In most Christian traditions, Gabriel is also considered an archangel, but there is no direct literary support for this assumption. It is also worth noting that the term archangel 
only appear appears only in the singular, never plural, and only specific reference to Michael. The name of the archangel Raphael appears only in the book of Tobit or Tobias. Tobit is considered uh, deuterocanonical by Catholics, both both Eastern and Western rites. What the fuck is deuterocanonical? Are books and passages considered by the Catholic Church and Eastern Orthodox Church and Oriental Orthodox Churches and Assyrian? Oh my god. Are considered non uh, non canon. Okay, so it's non canon. So the Archangel Raphael, not canon. Sorry, they uh, they decided that he's he's not canon. He's out. Uh, let's see. Book of Tobit. Uh, however, the Book of Tobit is not, however, acknowledged by most Protestant denominations, such as Reformed Christians or Baptists. Raphael said to Tobias that he was, quote, one of the seven who stand before the Lord. And it is generally believed that Michael and Gabriel are two of the other six. A fourth archangel is Uriel, whose name literally means light of God. Uriel's name is the, is the only one not mentioned in the Western Christian Bible, but plays a prominent role in an apocryphon read by Angelican and Russian Orthodox Christians. The second book of Esdras, fourth books of Esdras by the Latin Vulgate, in the book he unveils seven prophecies to the prophet Ezra, who, after whom the book is named. He also plays a role in the apocryphal book of Enoch, which is considered canon by the Ethiopian Orthodox Eritrean Orthodox and Ethiopian Catholic churches. The Catholic Church generally does not regard Uriel as an angel, just as the Book of Enoch is not part of the Catholic Bible used by most most Catholics either. I like how they, I like how they get to pick and choose which one of these fucking apparently holy scriptures uh, count, and everybody's kind of like, ah, oh, no, no, oh, and they're like, they're like, they're like Star Wars nerds. They're like, no, the extended universe was uh cut out, so like it doesn't count. It's not canon anymore. Like, yes, huh? It is canon because um, like the new Disney movies have references to stuff that happened in there in in, in the extended universe. It's just this is what people built religions off of, Tony. It's all this too complicated for me. It's. Uh, the seven archangels are said to be guarding angel, guardian angels of nations and countries and are concerned with the issues and events surrounding these, including politics, military matters, commerce, and trade. <sighs> sure, I'm going to tire myself out here. Archangel Michael yeah, is traditionally seen as the protector of Israel and of the... Yeah, this is, this is some thick shit here. Like, this is... Ugh. I I really enjoyed the satanic episodes more than this. Uh, you know what? I, you know what I think we need to get back into mm? mythology. Not not like this kind mm. of mythology, but kind of like the stuff we did with like the Scandinavian countries and stuff like that. That is a lot no, more de- fun and a lot easier to research. Oh, we could definitely do that. I just figured this would be a good follow up to the Satan stuff. We went to surprisingly, we went from surprisingly kind and humble Satanists 
to very terrifying Christian stuff. Yeah, actually, that's isn't that kind of weird how like Anton Lavey is just like the 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 kooky like Uncle Fester that's kind of you know really just like it's just all about you know hey I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a couple beers and uh, and uh, have some naked chicks dance in my in my in my living room and you know yeah you have a good evening uh, to uh, giant flesh wheels with eyes going do not be afraid. I said, do not be afraid. <laughs> I said, do not be afraid. So, at, finally, at the bottom of the list, bottom of the barrel, the most worthless of them all, angels. Or the Malachim, or also known as plain angels. They're not covered in eyes and, like, made out of, like, flesh wheels and shit. Uh, messenger or envoy are the lowest of the celestial beings and the most recognized. They are the ones most concerned with the affairs of men. Within the category of angels, there are many different kinds with different functions. The angels are sent as messengers to humanity. Personal guardian angels come from this class. That's it. That's it on those angels. Alright. So, one of the big things about the description, the original description, of angels comes from the book of Ezekiel. Uh, Tony, are you ready to delve into this acid trip? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's let's delve into the book of Ezekiel and the prophet's of the prophet's vision of the divine glory. <clears throat> In my thirteenth year, hmm. in the fourth month, on the fifth day, while I was among the exiles by the Kavar River, the heavens were opened. I saw visions of God on the fifth of the month. It was like the fifth year of the ex. Oh my god, I can't read it in Christopher. I'll be here all night. On the fifth of the month, it was like it was the fifth year of the exile of King. Holy shit! Like did, <laughs> did did these people just fucking like hit their keyboards with their heads? It was the <laughs> fifth year of the exile of King Jehoiachin. All right. <clears throat> okay. That's a riot of if a you, name. If you say so, it's not a name that really rolls off the tongue. The word of the Lord came to Ezekiel the priest, the son of Boozy. Boozy. Is that your dad? That's someone your I can get behind. Boozy. <laughs> it's better than Jehoachin. I'd rather have King Boozy. <gasps> like, let's do that. By oh, the Kabar River. In the land of the Babylonians, there the hand of the Lord was on him, and the other hand inside of him, deep, <sighs> elbow deep, inside of him. <laughs> I looked and saw a windstorm coming out of the north, north and, the north and? Immense cloud with flashing lightning and surrounded by brilliant light. The thunder gods 
pulled me up into the sky and wrapped Pikachu's tail around no, my dick. No, and no, I proceeded no, to be thunderfucked no. over and over for all centuries. Uh, that's, you know, sometimes I really wonder why we do this. Because we're drunk and it's funny. I'm not even We're already, yet. we're already what, 10, 11 episodes in deep? We're already committed. Fuck, it's too, it's too late to go back now. Yep. The center of, the center of the fire looked like glowing metal. And in the fire was what looked like four living creatures. In appearance, their form was human. But each of them had four faces and four wings. Rut row, Raggy. You best fucking run. Their legs were straight. Their feet were like those of a calf, gleamed like burnished bronze. Under their wings, on their four sides, they had human hands. It sounds like they've got, like, like, like a bunch of human hands just oh, under their wings. That, oh, I mean, I could be, I could just be reading that wrong, but the sentence goes under their wings, on their four sides, they had human hands, which to me sounds like they have just a shitload of human hands. Yeah, it sure does. Oh god! All four of them had faces and wings, and the wings of one touched the wings of another. And they said, no homo. <laughs> I'm adding some stuff, you could tell. Each one went straight ahead. They did not turn as they moved. Their faces looked like this. Each of the four had the face of a human being, and on the right side, each had the face of a lion, and on the left, the face of an ox. Also, each also, each also had the face of an eagle. Such were their faces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I like that. I like that he had to just add that one little sentence in there. Such were their faces. <laughs> they each had two wings spreading out upward, each wing touching that of the creature on either side, and each had two other wings covering its body. Each one went straight ahead. Wherever the spirit would go, they would go, without turning as they went. They're not ambi-turners. <laughs> the appearance of the living creatures was like burning coals of fire, or like torches. Fire moved back and forth among the creatures. It was bright, and lightning flashed out of it. The creatures sped back and forth like flashes of lightning. Like, this sounds like some fucking extraterrestrial shit. This legit sounds like aliens. Yeah, I think that's what we're dealing with here, boss. No, I'm pretty sure we're dealing with aliens. Aliens approved. <sighs> As I looked at the living creatures, I saw a wheel on the ground beside each creature with its four faces. Fresh wheel! This was the appearance and structure of the wheels. They sparkled like topaz, and all four looked alike. Each appeared to be made. Flesh. Each appeared to be made like a wheel intersecting a wheel. As they moved, they would go in any one of the four directions the creatures faced. The wheels did not change direction as the creatures went. Oh, sorry. The 
Oh, Bible just puts my ass to sleep here. All right. Uh, Same. Their rims were high and awesome. <laughs> awesome. That is a sentence in the Bible talking about wheels. Their <laughs> rims were high and awesome. We now know that the early Christians were car were car guys. <laughs> that's that's sort of that's why the Fast and the Furious is on movie number nine because they're all about Jesus, man. <laughs> family, 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 flesh wheels, family, family. <laughs> <laughs> Their rims were high and awesome, and all four rims were full of eyes all around. When the living creatures moved, the wheels beside them moved. And when the living creatures rose from the ground, the wheels also rose. Wherever the spirit would go, they would go, and the wheels would rise along with them. Because the spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. When the creatures moved, they also moved. We established this, dude. Like, yeah. We, you keep, you're just. Uh, when the cre- when the creatures st- stood still, you want to guess what they did, Tony? Mm. You want to guess what they did when the creatures what stood they still? Did. They also stood still. <gasps> no. And when the creatures rose from the ground, do you know what they did, Tony? Did they stay on the ground? No, they also rose along with them. What? Amazing. You're I'm blowing convinced. my mind over here. I'm I'm fucking convinced. I'm gonna run down to my local church and get baptized today. Same. <laughs> uh, spread out above the heads of the living creatures was what looked like some looked something like a vault, sparkling like crystal and awesome. This is the second time he's used the word awesome. I'm starting to think this guy really isn't a member of the church. <laughs> This is direct from the Bible. Didn't know that they were so cool. Under the vault, their wings were stretched out one toward the other, and each had two wings covering its body. When the creatures moved, I heard the sound of their wings, like the roar of rushing waters, like the voice of the Almighty, like the tumult of an army. When they stood still, they lowered their right wings. Then there came a voice from above the vault over their heads as they stood with lowered wings. Above the vault over their heads was what looked like a throne of lapis lazuli. And high above on the throne was a figure like that of a man. I saw that from what appeared to be his waist up, he looked like glowing metal, as if full of fire, and that from there down, he looked like fire, and brilliant light surrounded him, <laughs> like the appearance of a rainbow in the clouds on a rainy day. So was the radiance around him. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. When I saw it, I fell face down, and I heard the voice of the one speaking. So that's what Ezekiel saw. All right. Can you imagine, like, the people back at town going, like, like, sitting at the bar just listening to Ezekiel, like, tell the story, like, so 
wagon. <laughs> Dave, Dave and his new hay wagons. Guys, he just had a new one a year ago. Yeah, but you know Dave. He's, he's always got to get the new, the latest model of, of of hay wagon. Otherwise, it's it's almost like it's almost like he's afraid that the, the ladies might think his member's not succulent enough. Like, <laughs> meanwhile, Ezekiel's just over there. It's just like, and then the angels they reached out to me with their tentacles, and one of them inserted into my anus. And I saw upon the insertion the glory and majesty of the kingdom of God. Just over there like, Mary's got a new hat. <laughs> hmm. All right. Uh, all right. Well, if you want to go ahead, that's what I had for these fucked up demon things. So, if you want to wrap us up there, Tony, play us out there, son. Uh, so, that was an interesting episode. Uh, starting to really be convinced that uh, heaven's a little more terrifying than hell. The tentacles, yeah. they reached up through my stomach, and they went out my mouth. Yeah. And then I saw everything past, future, and present. Yeah, I was one with uh, them, and they were one with me. Heaven, and then they, they pulled out and oh, prolapsed oh, my anus. Oh god, heaven is starting to sound like a bad Japanese porno. Um, so, uh, if you aren't convinced already, you know hell might be a more eye-friendly choice than heaven. Um, I would, I would definitely choose hell. Uh, yeah. very, very much definitely choose hell. I'll take whatever kind of burning suffering that they give me over looking at those things all day long. Um, just every time you open your blinds in your heavenly mansion, you have to get a trash can to puke in. Mm. Oh God, I wonder if the people that go there look like that. Uh. They say, they, they say that they say that hell is painful, but imagine that transformation, where he just uh, just just you just get impaled by alien uh, by uh, I'm sorry alien I'm sorry angel tentacle. No, I'm talking about the transformation from human to one of those things. Ugh, it's gotta be painful. Yeah, no, they it's say gotta be. They fun. say hell is painful. Just, but just imagine getting there and feeling all your bones like breaking and dislocating and reshaping. And uh. anyway, thanks for checking out this episode. I'm, I was a little more silent than usual, but I was just, I have nothing to say on this topic, and was just. Thoroughly interested by the horrifying descriptions of angels, uh, and drinking, per usual. So you can check us out on Facebook at uh, what is it, Tony Gatorson? <laughs> Tony Gatorson. Yep. Mm. Uh, we kind of check it on occasion. Oh, <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. I set up an email, uh, Tony and Gator versus Evil at gmail dot com. Uh, if you want, you can email us there. Also, periodically checked. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm good to go. If you are, uh, yep. Don't forget to check us out on Patreon. Put the link in the description of this episode, and uh, tune in 
next time, I guess, for whatever kind of a stupid bullcrap we have for you next time, which could be anything from little people to Slavic folklore. All right. So check us out next time. Thanks for listening.